0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Colton and Jimmy podcast. I'm your host, Colton Crisco And I'm your host, Jimmy Begley. And today, we are going to be talking about death and taxes. So, everyone's heard of the popular saying there's two things that are unavoidable in life, and that is death
1: and taxes. So,
0: let's talk about what are taxes.
1: Sure. So, taxes are a fee, basically, that the government imposes on its citizens to collect revenue to run itself. There's many different types, and so we'll start going over those. Colton, why don't you start us off?
0: Yeah, so the biggest and most important tax that the U.S. government um, receives, and it's done at both the federal and the state level, is income tax. So with income tax, a percentage of an individual earnings uh, filed to the federal and state government is taken out of their taxes. In general, it's usually somewhere between 20 to 40% of someone's income.
1: The next tax would be the corporate tax, and that is a percentage of corporate profits taken as a tax by the government to fund federal programs. And once again, this there's lots of loopholes into this. Recently, a lot of heat has come out against Amazon is they haven't paid any corporate taxes for the past year, and that is because there's just a lot of different ways to go about the paying of taxes, whether it be in years advance or years prior, to avoid taxes in certain loopholes.
0: Exactly. And there's a lot of companies that actually will send their profits overseas um, to, to banks in different countries. I know Apple has a lot of uh, a lot of cases of doing that. So there's a, a lot of controversy regarding
1: that. Yeah. And it's the same with income taxes because income taxes, there's different loopholes. A lot of people take heat because they say, well, the rich don't pay a proportionate amount of their income because most of the income taxes people pay for the middle class and the lower classes are going to be income that they make through working their jobs and their careers, whether is a lot of the income that the top earners will make is from assets and things that they invested. And oftentimes those can be avoidable through different loopholes or even, like Colton said, sending your money to other countries through banks. A lot of countries have bank secrecy where they don't avoid, don't share your banking information with other countries to avoid taxes. Like, a few of those countries are Switzerland, Switzerland's a really big popular one, Luxembourg, and Lichstein.
0: Yeah, and some states even with the income tax, um, just to name a few, Alaska, Florida, Nevada, New Hampshire, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming, those do not have any income tax. Um, so, yeah, so there are some states that just don't have it. Uh, Another huge tax that governments impose is sales tax. So those are taxes levied on certain goods and services. So whenever you go to the store, um, Walmart, Target, uh, they charge you a tax on that. And there are actually states that don't have sales tax either. That's Alaska, Delaware, Montana, New Hampshire, and Oregon.
1: Yeah, sales tax is another big one. (laughs) Other states also have certain rules with sales tax. I believe... uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. If you know, Indiana might not have sales taxes on food items. Uh, certain states. That sounds have,
0: familiar. Something
1: like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another big tax, especially at the local or at least state level, or uh, the property taxes. Now, property taxes are based on the value of your land and property assets. This includes the land itself, whether it's acreage, and it also includes the buildings, such as uh, the house, any. Work work buildings, houses, barns, if it's for, you know, for a farm. And also it depends also like farmland is often valued less than an incorporated area such as in a town or in a village just because property values change.
0: Another tax that some governments do are um, actually international taxes. They're called tariffs. So those are taxes on imported goods that are imposed in the aim of strengthening internal businesses. So right now, if you've heard in the news, if you've watched the news lately, you've heard of the Trump trade war. Well, the Trump trade war is because Donald Trump, the president, has placed tariffs on a lot of Chinese goods coming in, and so that has greatly raised the price of those goods. Um, And so, yeah, so that's in an aim to make people buy American goods as opposed to buying international goods.
1: The next tax we have is the estate tax and that is a rate applied to the fair market value of a property at the time of death. Once again, this is there's ways to avoid these taxes, whether it be through there's federal and state estate taxes. And a lot of people we've mentioned in previous videos with like our investing was in our insurance was people will buy health insurance and health insurance, their, or not health insurance, their life insurance will, values they'll buy so that their assets go into life insurance, which later goes on to their kin in tax-free income. Yeah. So, and that's, um, that's
0: one that a lot of people find, you know, loopholes out of, um, isn't it? Like if you put value, if you put land in a, in a trust, you can avoid paying estate tax sometimes and, and stuff like that. Another tax is the capital gains tax. So this one, in regards to this podcast, this is probably the most important tax in regards to, you know, stocks um, and other types of buying of securities. Capital gains tax are levied, on, levied and enforced at the federal level. These are taxes on income that results from the sale of assets in which the sales price was higher than the purchasing price. So this can be on a whole wide range of things, but if you buy a stock for $50 and it goes up to $100, which you're making great return, if that's true, you're going to pay capital gains tax on that $50 increase when you do sell that stock. Um, this can also apply to houses. If you buy a house for $100,000 and it goes up to $150,000 and you sell it, you're going to pay capital gains taxes. Any type of asset that you can buy and buy and sell and such is when you're going to pay capital gains taxes. Now, there's other things, like if you get dividends from a stock, dividends aren't taxed as capital gains taxes just because they're part of a stock. It's um, That's more of an income tax.
1: Yeah, capital gains taxes are a big tax, and one there used to be actually ways to avoid these a lot easier, whether it be rolling over your gains into a property or an asset of an equal or larger value. Because then it keeps the money in the economy rather than just hoarding it into a savings account or whatever.
0: However, I do think the Trump tax plan got rid of that. You do now when you sell, um, like if you sell a house, you do have to sell it and then, you know, sell it, take the capital gains tax and then rebuy, you know, your upgraded house or such. So Correct. um, But I'm sure we we'd need to look into it. But I'm sure there's more ways um, to help lessen that load. And so the last tax we're going to talk about here is what's called an excise tax. So if you—well, we're from the state of Illinois, the great corrupt state of Illinois, Mm -hmm. and um, excise taxes are, you know, very plentiful here. And now I believe if you're in the state of Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio, you're suffering from this. There's just been a new law that's created a gas tax— um, an increased gas tax. how much did it go up here in Illinois?
1: I, the gas tax actually doubled I believe it doubled 19 to 19 percent would be because I believe it would have been nine and a half and now it's 19. Yeah so Some, an excess like
0: tax are taxes paid when purchases are made on a specific good such as gasoline. Um, you know they're just they're kind of just mixed in with it. Uh, gasoline prices are supposed to go back to the government in order to help improve infrastructure and other, you know, like, roadways. Um, You've got toll roads. That's a type of excess tax, the ability to use the toll road. Um, Let's see here. What are some other types of excise taxes?
1: Yeah, excise tax. there could be even such things as, like, cigarettes. Um, Basically, a lot of people, there's also, like, there's the sin tax, which are taxes that the government imposes to stop consumers from quote-unquote sinning and that such as like using gas or diesel Um, for like the state of illinois the actually the gas tax was 19 cents per gallon and it raised to 38 cents per gallon and diesel is also raised from five cents to 45.5 cents so it's a quite a big tax and the reason they do this is they say oh we'll put them back into infrastructure or we don't want our citizens smoking because it raises health care we don't want gas to be burning because it Creates pollution. So these are just things that the government uh, includes to change around what, to change the consumer's behavior.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, how does this relate to you as a consumer and as any person that legally lives in the United States? Well, I'm sure you can figure out some of the ways. Obviously, income tax, um, property tax, sales tax is very easy. You pay that whenever you go out. Um, but everyone, if you do make some sort of income in the you know United States, you are supposed to file taxes. Um, so we're going to go over some vocabulary here and then talk about what the process is like. So first thing you should know, earned income. Earned income is anything from salaries, wages, uh, tips, uh, professional fees that include taxable scholarships and
1: fellowship grants. The next word we have is unearned income, which is investment type income, like interest on your savings account, dividends, capital gains, as well as unemployment compensation or even pensions. Um, You've also got a huge difference here. You've got gross
0: income, which is all the income you receive in the form of money, goods, property, and services that is not exempt from taxes.
1: So you hear all these words of like exempt and... Uh, deductions while making your taxes so our first one was the exemptions which is a predetermined amount of money that you can deduct from your taxable income for basic living expenses so you as an individual may be an exemption your dependent children which you are probably to your parents or you definitely were at one point or where you may have in the future these are all qualifying exemptions that you may to get a discount on your taxes basically
0: Yeah, and a lot of your exemptions and tax credits, a lot of them come off of your filing status. That's a huge part in determining how much taxes you pay. So your filing status is whether you are single, married, or head of household. So single, self-explanatory, if you're married, um, married people can choose to file together in which both of your income is on the same tax, uh, tax return, or you can file or that's called filing jointly or you can file separately where your husband um if you have a husband he'll file his taxes separately uh but still be married and then you file if you're you know the wife of the relationship um you'll file separately so the two parties will file separately and then last one it's a it's called the head of the household so say you're a single parent and you're raising kids and there is no other spouse in the relationship, um, then you can file for head of household, uh, and that will you know, allow you to pay less taxes um, just because they want to help out single parents.
1: Yeah, there's, there's actually a lot of filing statuses. There's even widower filing statuses. So you just have to find which one includes you, not which one best suits you, but which one actually will include you and that you are allowed to file. Do you want to pay taxes? If one of the, the two spouses earns a lot more money, then those who don't make as much money will have a much higher tax rate and vice versa. So, just whatever suits the household the best.
0: Yeah. And there's also other, you know, subcategories like for military, um, military veterans, or if you're active duty military. Um, so, yeah, that's something where. I would definitely advise going to see a tax professional because their job is to know the ins and outs of filing your taxes. I know that can be, you know, expensive. And for people who are younger, maybe just one W-2 or such, like, like we are, there is no need to go see a tax professional. But if you are married with kids or, you know, have a, a large set of different tax documents, go see a tax professional. And And make sure that you're getting the best deal, because they're going to help you out the best that they can. Now, one thing you'll hear a lot from taxes is your W-2 forms. Your W-2 forms is wage income forms that you receive from employers in order to prepare your taxes. Every employer has to fill out a W-2, or if they don't take taxes out, it's called a 1099-M for miscellaneous income Um, But you will get some sort of tax document, or you should get some sort of tax document from your employer.
1: So next is our standard deduction. It's a set amount of money that the federal government gives you if you meet certain stipulations, and it's different according to your marital status. So some of these deductions, the most popular ones are your home office, student loan interest, medical and dental expenses, home mortgage interest, and charitable contributions, uh, about the home mortgage interest, there's also been lots of talk lately about second homes or even private yachts. A lot of people have been like, well, that's unfair. You should not be able to pay interest on those items. And also charitable contributions. You have to make sure that the charity you are d- donating for is actually a recognized charity and not just someone on the street or some charity. You know, the go pay for Colton and Jimmy to have a podcast charity. It has to be an actual yeah, Charity. so a
0: lot of um, a lot of charities uh, will actually give you a form at the end of the year. A lot of churches, you know, if you do um, if you do some sort of like automated weekly, uh, weekly yeah, automated yeah. weekly yeah. donations, they'll be able to give you a form at the end of the year that proves that you you know contributed. Um, you've also got tax credits. Um, tax credits are an amount of money that pa- taxpayers can subtract from taxes owed to their government. Um, so unlike deductions and exemptions, which, uh, which reduce the amount of taxable income, uh, tax credits actually reduce the amount of tax owed. So some of these are earned income tax credit, uh, child tax credit, uh, credit for child dependent care, um, educational credit, savers credit, and energy savings credit. Uh, just to name a few.
1: Next, we have our itemized deductions. These are the six main categories of expenses that can be deducted. These are medical, dental, taxes, interest, charitable contributions, and casualty and theft losses. Itemized deductions reduce the amount of taxes you owe.
0: Yeah, so that's um, that is basically, you know, a lot of information that uh, sets the foundation for what you need to know about taxes. Uh, like we said, you should really, if you have a, na- if you have a non-complicated tax filing, feel free to do it on your own. If you do have a complicated tax, um, if you have a complicated tax filing, go see a professional. They'll help you do it. Uh, a lot of times, people will try and do it themselves and end up paying too much because they just didn't know how to file correctly.
1: Yeah, taxes are very, taxes can be easy if you file them without any, if you just live normal lives, you don't, you have very few assets, you have your earned income, but if you're starting to get more, especially towards retirement, when you have a lot more income through different assets or different properties, then you really want to see a tax specialist. And also, you don't want to get paid not enough or do anything illegal to change your incomes for such, because you can be audited by the IRS. And so they do suggest that you keep all of your tax information for... I believe uh, it, it's seven years. You yeah. should keep all of your tax information for seven years. Uh, and then it's, I believe it's like 10 years that they will never go past that to actually audit you. But seven generally recommended because it's been very few cases that they've gone past that. Yeah. Yeah, so that concludes this episode of the Colton and Jimmy podcast. We
0: thank you so much for listening.
1: You can find us on Instagram at Colton and Jimmy podcasting and at Facebook at Colton and Jimmy podcast. Please message us with suggestions
0: for what you want to hear on the show. If you haven't already, go watch all of our episodes on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts.
1: Also, guys, I don't know if you guys have noticed, we will be moving our podcast to once every two weeks. This is just as our schedules become more busy with school and our lives are busy with work and other things that we have going on. So once again, if you have any suggestions on future episodes, definitely reach out for us of what you want to hear. And thanks for listening. Legal disclaimer, all content included in this podcast and on our social media
0: accounts is information of a general nature and does not constitute professional and or financial advice, nor does any information on the podcast constitute a comprehensive or complete statement of the matters discussed or the law relating thereto.
1: As a viewer, we advise you should conduct your own due diligence by consulting a financial advisor before making any final decisions.